0: Welcome to Goddess on the Rise. I am your host, Sarah Berg, and this podcast is all about empowering women, living in your truth, loving your body as it is, in your journey to self-love. You can find this podcast to be real, raw, authentic, and truth. So buckle up, girlfriend, because we are going for a ride. Today, I am interviewing a special guest on the podcast, and her name is Tiffany. She is a fat yoga teacher, and I am super excited for this. Um, Tiffany, I happened to find her on, I think it was like a Reels that went viral on Instagram so cool you've had a lot of viral reels actually here recently (laughs) which is super exciting (laughs) so um yeah I I found her on Instagram started following her and she's like a breath of fresh air I love her so much already (laughs) and she's a fat yoga teacher so yeah Yeah. Tiffany you want to tell us a little bit about yourself
1: yeah so I um have been practicing yoga forever it feels like maybe 13 14 years and there was never a fat yoga teacher, and I've always been fat, and so there was zero representation when I started, but I just loved it so much, and it took me, like, 10 years to kind of build up the courage to finally begin my teaching training, teacher training, so as far as, like, being credentialed, it's still recent, but... I have all of the experience and my whole goal is to just make yoga accessible for everybody because you're so used to seeing a thin-bodied person Mm -hmm. teaching the the yoga, you don't think that your body could do it, but really like trying to tell everybody like you're worthy of even trying. So that's my whole goal with like my Instagram, my TikToks, like all of those fun things. I want to inspire people and then hopefully every day get just enough to where Maybe eventually they'll try it. And right now I have a 90-day yoga challenge. So I just am trying to bring in those beginners and just do some very basic yoga and breathing. And I've already gotten so much amazing feedback from yeah. people who are just like, I just never realized just breathing could like be like this for me. And I think just having somebody guide you through it who's the same size as you just makes such a huge difference. But yeah, like that's my whole goal with everything. And I love doing it. It's awesome just getting all the DMs from everybody, knowing that I'm, like, helping them find, like, themselves and, like, yoga for themselves.
0: That is really, really awesome. I love hearing that. And, I mean, you're so right. There is no, absolutely no representation for, you know, fat people. And um, it's definitely something that has been needed. One of the things that you said I just absolutely loved, you are worthy of even trying, like, What a beautiful thing to think that, you know, and it's, it's so very true. I've noticed a lot, like on Instagram, it's very easy to compare. You see these really tiny, skinny women doing yoga. And what is your first thought? I mean, I know for me, it's like, I want to be her. Like I want to look like that because that's what society has told us. Like we should look like. right? Right. And it's nothing against them. It's just simply like. it it is what it is. It's what we've been taught for years. It's what our parents probably thought. It's what, you know, society thinks, our social media thinks. There's so much of it out there. So the fact that we can, you know, especially you, can just show up and be who you are and -hmm. let other women know, like, hey, you know, you could could do this with me. It's not hard. Like, I got you and I'm here to support you. That's so beautiful.
1: Yeah. And I just feel like Especially in fat women, mm-hmm. like, or men, mm-hmm. um, I have some men that, like, are, like, I have this one guy who's, like, 70, and he calls me his sister, and oh my God. he's, he's a gay guy, you know, so, like, he just, you know, <laughs> wants to be a part of the fat yogi crew, which I think is amazing, and I'm sure there's others out there as well, but, like, it's just amazing, this, like, culture that we could create out of nothing, you know, Absolutely. like, it just wasn't there before. And there's other accounts, too, that now have, like, risen up and become more, like, pronounced. Um, My name is Jessamine, Obviously, like, she's way, way up there. She was, like, the first, like, that trailblazer for, I think, a lot of, like, fat yogis. And then um, just other different, like, um, Amber Carnes and other big people. And I just, like, I love that I can be there with them and Mm -hmm. be that same um the same level as like somebody who has never worked out because if you look at some of those other accounts even their yoga is like really difficult to do. Yeah. And I love them. I love their yoga and I love doing it. But like that would even be I watch um Jessamine just like do those like forearm stands. I still can't do a forearm stand, you know? Right, so right. and I've been working on that forearm stand for a while. And that's the thing is, like, I want to show my progress and my journey because, like, I could be 300 pounds and still working on forearm stand. That means somebody else could do the same thing. Hopefully they could, like, have that in their mind. So that stigma of thin equals ability is Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to, like, squash it out of everybody's minds because it doesn't equal that. And even though, yes, like, they could probably get into some more advanced postures, but that's really not the goal of yoga, ever that has never been the goal of yoga those are like show off postures that don't make you a better yogi that's the that's the biggest thing the best thing is to feel within your body and I think every time I've ever like asked somebody what do you love about yoga like another fat person is like that's the first time I've ever felt inside like I was in my body I'm so used to feeling like I want to be ignored. I want to be invisible. Like, please don't notice me. And, like, yoga doesn't do that. Yoga makes you be completely fully present, or it helps you to be anyways. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time, a lot of times people will experience, like, actually being in their bodies, which I think is so cool that I can be that for them.
0: Yeah, that is actually really beautiful. I love the way you said that. Um, I have a client who also is – I can't wait to show her your videos I just actually I don't know why I never thought about it before Um, but one of the things that we were talking about for her was you know exactly what you were saying that feeling of wanting to be invisible and very disconnected with her body you know she has these spells of like binging and things like that and it's it has nothing to do with you know being fat or being whatever it is that she is it's strictly the fact that she's so disconnected with her emotions and all of that in that inner being and so we're practicing some mindfulness some grounding exercises and just letting her feel like oh like this is me like this feels good like I can be me I can be myself and it's okay you know yeah. sure you can still want to lose weight there's nothing wrong with that Oh yeah. but sure. to know that you are present within yourself it's the very first step I feel like to taking care of yourself and that self-care and self-love like Mm -hmm. nothing fancy you know it's nothing fancy nothing expensive nothing that cost it's just being present within you know and welcoming yourself like meeting yourself exactly where you are and not judging it so yeah and that's one of the things that I love about the way you teach your day one um yoga video was amazing it was just so gentle and like you could just tell, like, there was no judgment. It was a safe place, and I found that to be really amazing, you know? And you can talk (laughs) about this a little bit, too. I think that this would be kind of helpful, but um, I've seen a couple of your videos where you've posted, I think maybe on Reels or something, that you've attended, you know, yoga classes, and it's nothing but skinny people or, like, really, really fit people, and you're like, you know, this is weird. And I've had that, too, and it's what I've always noticed happens is that I – sit win the way way back you know like no one can see me because I'm not going to be as good as them you know these thought process that I have you know and I mean this was years ago now I know I can just show up as myself and be like I don't give a crap because that's not what I'm here for you know I'm not here for everybody else this is my practice but it's really scary to go to these classes um and it can be very intimidating so do you want to share some of your experiences with that yeah so <laughs> kind like, of I've been spot. practicing
1: yoga forever and I've mm-hmm. always done it in a studio Oh wow. always I'm like a studio rat like mm-hmm. I never liked it at home it's always hard for me to focus and okay. that's true for a lot of people and so in a studio it's just a completely different vibe and I think the, the key is, is finding the right studio mm-hmm. um I've even tried, like, Pilates studios, which, no, like, they, they're worse than yoga studios if you're, if you're, like, looking, because sometimes it just happens to be the closer studio, like, proximity to your house, Mm -hmm. and you try it, and it's just not a good fit. I just think, like, the main thing is trying different studios, don't getting, not getting, like, upset if it's not gonna work, um, I think the biggest thing is, like, knowing that, like, you're a human, you exist, you're worthy of, like, being in the class, you have to remind yourself of that, Um, and then, like, for me, I've had all different types of instances, thankfully, my very first experience was so warm, and, like, open arms, this teeny tiny little instructor, who was, like, five foot, I'm five nine, so, like, I'm a giant compared to her, Mm -hmm. and she welcomed me with open arms, and helped me through everything, and that was back, when we practiced the same sequence every single time and we never went outside of it. It was so boring, like, back (laughs) in the day. But I loved it still. I loved it then and now it just was what it was. And now it's, like, so many more studio opportunities and everything, just depending on where you're at, COVID. We actually just opened here all of our studios. Um, But, like, finding a place that maybe uses words like inclusivity Uh and, like, community and things like that, You'll know like this is where I want to be and I would even just take a look at the instructors I saw one studio who had a little person there and I just thought that was amazing I had never seen another little person as an instructor I was like I want to take her class like right that yeah. was amazing like what kind of accommodations does she need to cue for a, a regular size person that she can't feel in her body but she knows that she needs to cue like it's just interesting to me to like hear what she would say and like I I think that's amazing I think that more little people should be yoga teachers because yoga is amazing it could be for anybody um that is so awesome oh I was just gonna say but when you go in the the yoga studio I ended up taking my yoga teacher training from the Uh front desk person was rude to me and they literally were like oh you're like new here you don't have a yoga mat like I had just moved to the area I didn't have a yoga mat and I just was like, yeah, I need one. <laughs> like, I don't know like, what you want to I could buy it if you need to. Like, I could rent it. Like, is there a rental fee? Like, right. she, she didn't explain anything. It was just, like, very, like, dry, and, ob- like, I was obnoxious to her. And I got there early, too, so it wasn't like she needed to rush or attend to anybody else. Right. Like, the other thing is, like, go early, try yeah. to get yourself familiar with the studio. And I kind of knew what, what, what I was in for, but, like... Yeah, like find a teacher that you're gonna click with, and like I've been in teachers where they're like sing songy, which yeah, not my jam. I don't know if you've <laughs> taken enough yoga, yeah, to go to yoga for teachers. You kind of know like their voice, just the inflection goes up and down. It's not my jam. I like teachers who cue muscle engagements, so right. really focusing on alignment and like mm-hmm. what I should be focused on versus and breathe like this and breathe like that. Like that's great, but like. I want to, like, work as hard as I can in the pose, and sometimes you're just, like, settled. You don't even do anything. You don't even engage. And, like, as a fat person especially, it's, like, I'm capable of doing that. And it's funny I'm saying capable because I just taught a a class on being capable. But, like, I am capable, and you are capable of, like, engaging a muscle. So, like, why aren't we cueing that way, you know? And it's, like, I feel like it's a little bit lazy teaching, but sometimes – it's people who just that's their flow mm-hmm. so that's what they go to and um somebody who's new to yoga might not know what to do and then all of a sudden they're like I didn't really get a good workout and I felt completely disconnected from my body and a fat person especially wouldn't feel that comfortable with it so I know like those kinds of teachers don't mesh with me so I guess like as far as negative experiences thankfully I've only had a few I have yeah. had a, a negative experience where I was a teacher in a studio and somebody like looked me up and down and was like you're the teacher and like judge me
0: oh gosh
1: and, yep, I'm the teacher let's let's work out yeah and like I get I put them through a, um a, like a moderate workout and they were like you know what? I really like your yoga style. Like where can I find you? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's work out together because just because I'm fat doesn't mean you can't get a good workout from mm, me. Yeah.
0: You know, I
1: still know how the body works. I still know how muscles work. I have the same ones. I just happen to have more fat on my body than
0: you. Yeah. And and fat does not equal anything. Fat is a protective layer that protects our organs. Like why people don't understand that, I will never know. Short, more fat. You know, in certain – I'm not even going to say it can be dangerous because that's such bullshit. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, you hear people say, like, yeah, oh, obesity and all that kind of stuff is, you know, so dangerous, so dangerous. Well, you know, so is drinking, like, five whiskeys a night, okay? Like, <laughs> it is what it is, but people still do it.
1: And energy drinks yep. and lots of other things that we do that uh-huh. you can – Access to without being 21 years old. There's so many bad things that kids get into that they don't even realize. Like, you can have a heart attack from drinking so many energy drinks. Like, right. that's the
0: thing. Yeah. And it blows my mind. Um, I know you've kind of talked about this. I don't want to get too off topic here, but um, you know, like the healthcare world is so obsessed with weight. It's like, oh, yeah, I drink five energy drinks a day. And then someone else walks in, oh, yeah, I'm a little overweight. Or maybe I'm a lot overweight. And they're like, well, now you could die. But the person with the five energy drinks, oh, you're fine. Maybe you should cut back. But, you know, like, <laughs> we're both going in for a broken arm. And the other guy's, oh, it's okay. But the other one's like, well, you broke your arm because you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy as shit. Yeah. I mean, everything
1: goes, goes back to it. I had a doctor one time. I was in the office because of hair loss from my daughter. Uh-huh. And there, there was a question that said, like, are you active? And I was, I was running at the time. And so I put down. I, run, I ran four days a week. I ran one to three miles every four days a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he's like, you run? You run? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I would keep running if I were you. <laughs> I was like, okay.
0: Uh, good talk.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what does that have to do with my hair loss? Right. Like, can we talk about why I'm here? Yeah. And it was because vitamins and different things but he didn't help me at all and I ended up having to go to three different doctors before I kind of found something that like helped with it but like it's just normal you know you lose your hair when you have a baby but right yeah believe that and I've heard so many stories of people sharing with me just like going to the emergency room they could be bleeding to death and then going like well if you lost some weight this probably wouldn't have been as bad it's like (laughs) Can you treat me?
0: Yeah, like, who (laughs) would have thought my weight has to do with me bleeding out? You realize, right? Right. (laughs) It's so crazy. I had the same similar experience when I went to a thyroid doctor. I have um, Hashimoto's, and the thyroid doctor said to me, I was working out religiously about an hour and a half a day. Um, My calories were higher because I was on my feet 12 hours a day. And when you eat more and you're eating healthy for your body, it does equal weight loss. It helps your metabolism. When you starve yourself, it equals the opposite. Your metabolism will slow down. Your body will enter um, starvation mode. That's okay. Um, The whole nine yards, you know, it's, it's really dangerous. And he said, well, I think you've probably maxed out on working out. It's obviously not working for you. So why don't you try to eat like 500 calories a day, and we'll put you on an appetite suppressant. And I was like, that's not my problem. Like, I I barely have an appetite as it is. And he's like, well, you're eating too much. And I'm like, well, I'm working out an hour and a half a day, and I'm working twelve hour days, like on my feet all day long. Like I was a nurse, you know, running running around in the the OB clinic. And he was like, yeah, well, it's not what you're doing is not working. So we need to try something else. And I was like, cool, all right, (laughs) good talk. I'll never go to you again. And I, I had asked him, you know, like, well, where did you go to nutrition school at? Like, what? where did you learn this? And he's like, I took a nutrition class. I'm like, well, how many years ago? Because I had known that doctors only receive a very small amount of nutrition training. And they actually, really funny, a lot of doctors skip that class. Or they'll, you know, be in that class, like, very short amount of time. Because... Um, it's, it's an easy class to screw off in. You know, they're so overwhelmed with their other classes. So I was asking him, and he, he could barely answer me. He's like, well, I do have a nutritionist in office. I'm like, well, I could go and get my nutritionist degree right now. It's just, it's not even a degree. It's a certification, you know. Like, how stupid. So it's just, it's crazy how, you know, fat people get treated. And I think this all, you know, comes full circle because it whether you're getting treated this way at a doctor's office or in a yoga studio it's definitely a very real thing that we go through as fat people and i'm glad that you had brought up you know trying to find a yoga studio that's you know accepting of you and i've never i've never had an experience that was negative um, in a yoga studio, I've been to quite a few all around. But one of the things, it's always been like my negative thoughts, like I always have to be in the back of the room because I'm not good enough. I'm not flexible enough. I can't do all the moves correctly, you know, So I would always stay in the back, away from everyone, Don't want anybody to see me, you know. And I mean, there's been times where I've taken hot yoga classes and I felt like everybody else was in their bras, their sports bras, and their leggings, and I'm like, I gotta keep a shirt on because no one wants to see this. As if it even mattered, as if anybody else was even looking at me, right? Like, like, it's crazy. It's crazy that the the way society has been, the way we talk to ourselves has, you know, kept us in the back. And I just love how you're like, hey, I'm me. I'm going to be up here in the front, and this is going to be awesome. You're going to love my class.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's really no – for me, like, there's no other option. Like, it has to be like that because mm-hmm. otherwise – where, where am I going to be representing, you know? So like my whole goal is to represent for fat people. And if I can't represent for them and then even show the thinner body people, like you can get, um, a workout regardless, mm-hmm. then kind of like everything is going to be lost, like all of my hard work. So it's like, I have to like show up every single time and be that person for them. And I even got a message this morning. Who's like, I look at these yoga poses and all I see are are like straight angles and I've never seen one with a round angle until I started following you and I'm like, well, yeah, because bodies are round. Like their bodies are probably round too, but like they have good lighting and angles and they're looking all fly. I don't have the benefit of that because I got all the the thunder thighs and the Mm -hmm. hips. My hips stick out so much And, and the thing is, is like they're my hips they're there, and yeah. it's okay. But yeah. like, it just exists, and like, I'm. I look at it like, well, at least they're mine. Like, yeah. nobody else gets them. Get them, and like, I'm thankful for it because, like, how weird would I look if my hips went in? <laughs> you know. Right. So yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. They're just a little bit bigger. That's all. <laughs> I really love that. Um, and you make you know some very valid points there. It's funny because we are so judgmental of our our bodies and it's like that body carries you like you know those hips birthed children you know those those thunder thighs that you're putting down those like carry you around every single day they never fail you like here we are judging our arms that jiggle or our belly that's round and it's like that literally protects you those arms do all these amazing things for you like your body's hearing everything you're saying you know it's a wonderful place to be especially in yeah. yoga what was that and it still functions for you exactly i
1: just like imagine this sad like one of my clients was like imagine this sad donkey like getting yeah. beaten every single day but it still pulls the cart yes. every single day. and like that's how you are with your body when you sit there and say i hate my belly uh-huh. and then my digesting food and then i hate my arms but your arms are still lifting things for you like yeah what if excited not to do that anymore yeah like you're
0: mean to me I'm gonna quit working you know yeah. like can you imagine Ugh. and it's like I love how yoga makes me feel very thankful and very humble like oh wow like I've said these mean things to my body and here I am still completely functioning and doing these incredible moves that I never even thought that I could do before you know mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah, yeah. So, um, what is your favorite thing about yoga?
1: Um, I guess like the feeling after I practice, like there's this yoga bliss that comes at the end of practice, like every single time it's like the only time during the day I'm like fully present in my body. And so I just like love that it helps me like stay grounded mentally and then, with other things, I mean, I'm human, I still yell at my kids, I still get in fights with my husband, you know, like, there are things that come up, but, like, yoga helps, like, settle me down, so, like, if I'm feeling stressed, I know some people go for walks, I, like, do yoga, or I meditate, Mm -hmm. and that's another thing, like, people always think, like, oh, I can't meditate because, like, my brain won't turn off, like, you probably need meditation more than anybody else, exactly, it will like calm you down and just like being in touch with you you're so if your brain is all out here you're never living in the present you're either past or you're living in the future like if you're worrying about something or if you're like kind of like just thinking about how you screwed up something in the past like Mm -hmm. you're never like fully focused in the present and so that's what I love about yoga is it really brings me right to the here and now and at any point during the day, if I'm, like, feeling just, like, overwhelmed or stressed or whatever, I just take five deep breaths, and I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Like, there there I am. Because, yeah. like, us as humans, we just are like, go, 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 go. Like, I got to get this done, this. then I can relax. And really what we should be doing is breathing and then going. Mm-hmm. And then breathing and then going. And then at the end of the day, relaxing. We don't take enough breaks. Even five breaths is hard for people Mhm.
0: yes absolutely that's when one of the things that I teach my clients is very first thing in the morning we're going to have five minutes to ourselves and that's going to look like you being mindful taking your deep breaths listening mm-hmm. to a guided meditation and saying your affirmations Like, okay, I am healthy, I'm happy, I'm beautiful, I'm bliss, whatever that looks like for you, you know, but just taking five minutes before you even start your day, that's one of the very first things that we're doing. We're going inward, we're checking in with ourselves, telling ourselves, hey, I got you, I see you, you know, you are human, and then we can go about our day. But it's one of the very most important things that, you know, I talk about, and it's something that I do myself every single day. And it's amazing how much how amazing you feel when you go internal and you're just like, okay, like, I see you. I understand you're stressed about this, but we're going to (laughs) have these five minutes where we're like a little bit nice and calm and then we'll go about our day and do what all the craziness that needs to get done, you know, but... at least we have that five minutes to ourselves. Because oftentimes what I find is, you know, at the end of the day, you're too tired to even relax. You're too tired to do any kind of self-care, self-love, anything. You're just like, I'm done for. So what happens, we just end up going to bed and then we do the same thing over again. Whereas if we take that five minutes in the morning, you know, you have that time to kind of just settle, you know. And like, okay, I'm okay. I'm here. Like, I'm present. And then go. So...
1: I love that because like people need a morning routine Mm -hmm. and many times they're starting their day chaotically Yes, and this kind of turns into a giant snowball for the rest of your day and then you end up having a terrible day Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden like a couple of bad days and you don't know why and it's like, are you like stopping to really like be present and like reflect on you, yourself or whatever you need to for the day, hour, second or whatever it's it's really really common where people just don't do it and people think that it's like spiritual or something like that um no it's just like reassuring yourself like yeah Just like a a kid trying to climb up something and they can't do it and you're going you can do it you don't have another person telling you that in life right you need to be cheerleader yeah and Saying those affirmations are going to do that for you. And I don't think people realize, like, that's not spiritual at all. That's
0: just no. being, like, a motivator yeah. for life. <laughs> right. It's funny because, you know, a few years ago, if you would have asked me, who's your biggest cheerleader? I probably would have been like, well, it's probably my husband or my sister, my mom, my grandparents. But now I'm just like, it's me, bitch. Like, I'm showing up for myself. Like, I don't need anybody cheering me on because, like, I got me. that's all that matters and people get it very confused as being self-absorbed or selfish but it's like no one else is gonna have you like you have you and able for you to show up for anybody else you have to put the work into yourself first and I think that's where yoga can really just come into play and you know settle us back in like have that inner respect for ourselves like okay my body can do all these beautiful things and I am so capable so yes. yeah, that's awesome. What is one thing you feel like you have learned so far with yoga that's made you just been like, wow, like that's amazing? Um I guess like
1: I got um I just try like being able to like um try like new poses. Uh huh. And- Um, using props and stuff to where you're like this, I didn't know I could go upside down. Like I didn't think that it was possible. I didn't know that my back could bend that much in a yoga wheel. So like using them in a way that's like, Oh, this actually like helps me. And even like using a prop, like, um, like a block to open up like in triangle or something where your chest needs to have a bit more leverage so that you can open up, um, so yeah, like seeing those types of things and really like, you know, yoga teacher training was about self-discovery and we kind of talked about that too. Mm-hmm. And I learned the prop thing like there in the yoga teacher training, but then also like the self-discovery, like asking questions is so good and like yoga is such a good place to kind of start by asking those questions. So if you have an intention like asking what where is this intention going? Like how can I like be more present with the intention, like, if it's worthiness, like, who's telling you you're not worthy, is it you, is it somebody else, is it the scale, why are Mm -hmm. you weighing yourself, you know, and just, like, asking yourself, like, as many questions as you need to, to, like, find the place where you're, like, I can apply this intention to my life, and so many people, when I'm, like, going and guiding them through a yoga class, I'll spend a good five minutes just, like, going over intention, breathing, Mm -hmm. and all this in my regular yoga classes. they're like, I've never heard people put things like that. I've never even asked myself those questions. So like doing things like that as well, is just so important to like opening yourself up to props, And then the intention, probably those two things are, like, the most things that surprise
0: me. I love that. I think props are so underrated. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I never wanted to use props before because I was like, well, I don't need that. Or, oh, like, of course I need that because as if it was a bad thing, you know. But really, it helps you get into a pose deeper or even... The best part is correctly, <laughs> you know, alignments, yeah. everything.
1: Opening up the chest, I see it so much, like, where people are, like, closed. Like, yeah. their shoulders are coming forward, and you're, like, if you just use a block here, your chest would be completely open because you're just bringing the earth to your hand. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not a bad thing if your hips aren't open enough to, like, yeah. bring your hand to the ground. Right. You have to work on it. It's practice. And then if you're able to open up, like – it's just like, oh my gosh, it's like the heavens open up and you're just like, this is magic. Like, this right. is what it's supposed to feel
0: like. Right. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I love it. I say it's beautiful, but I feel like that's my one word I use for everything <laughs> yoga related. I'm like, God, oh, it's just so beautiful. It just feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as we we're just kind of wrapping up here, what is one thing you feel like you would want to tell someone who's on the fence about trying or nervous about trying yoga as a fat person
1: so one thing i tell people a lot is yoga is breathing so if you can breathe you can do yoga if you're on the fence about it like look within yourself maybe ask yourself why why Mm -hmm. are you curious and why don't you want to try um and then just remind them that if you can breathe, you can do yoga. Yoga started with the breath, and then they added posture so that they could breathe for longer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point of yoga. Mm-hmm. And, like, people don't focus on the breath as much as they do the postures, and that's a lack of... Of their yoga practice, because once you can really tap into the breath, and yoga is also more than just breath and postures, it's also like being kind to people, it's like, you know, not taking from people. There's so many different parts about yoga that's like, this is good. Like, I'm already that you probably are already a yogi in your mind, you don't even know it. Like, you're a good person and you're practicing these things already because you want to be a good person, and then you look it up and you're like, wow, like all these limbs of yogas, all the yamas and the niyamas. You're like, oh, I am a yogi. So like, I think just educating people on the fact that like yoga is more than this. And like you can sit in a chair and do yoga. And I had one client where I just started with them, I thought she could stand, and she couldn't, and we moved to chair, and she apologized for having to move to the chair, and I was like, do not ever apologize to me. I think that it is amazing that your body can do it in a chair. If you need to do it on the bed, we're gonna do it on the bed. That sounds weird now that I'm saying it out loud, but... (laughs) If you need to practice it. yoga where you're at, then practice it. I mean, if somebody is a quadriplegic, they can still move their neck. They can still move their nose. They can still move their mouth. Like that can be a yoga thing for them. They can, they can be focused and breathe and do the yoga. And so I think when you bring it down to a level where it's like, oh, actually that's more accessible for me. If I could, if you're jump roping and you stop the jump rope and you put it on the ground and somebody steps over it. Then you're like, oh, I am, I can jump rope. That's jump roping, versus keeping it going and then asking them to jump in. Like, that's never gonna work. So you have to bring it down for them. And um, most people are like shocked. At the end of the, the practice, I'm always like, How was it? And they're like, I just never knew I could feel that good in my body. I love it. And a lot of times telling people, like, do you want to feel good? Like, let's do this. We could do some very gentle very Mm -hmm. gentle movements. And then if it's too gentle, let's try something else. Let's try a different thing and then see, and reminding them like yoga is a practice. Mm -hmm. We're practicing. We're not like, this is the end. all be all. You'll never get to do this again. Like we try at the work, you try a different way. And when I'm like instructing, I'll offer different variations. And I'm like, it's like Goldilocks. You pick the one that works for you. You know, arm down might not work for you. Arm in your lap might work for you. Like, try it and see. And then you do that one from now on. Or maybe next time you try a different one. So every day is different. Every day your body is different. So, like, you have to just kind of go with the flow, so to speak, with yoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think once people kind of settle into their minds, like, oh, I think I can try. Then all of a sudden they're like, I can't imagine my life without it. Like, this is something no matter what, I'm doing yoga forever. Like, even if they stop for a short time, they always come back to it, which I think is really,
0: I love that. It's really, I just, when you're talking about that, it just reminds me of really just meeting your body exactly where it's at. And it kind of, you know, the woman with that was standing and then went to the chair, like, that's amazing that she was able to listen to her body and respect it and, Uh and go to where she needed to be. And like, that's, a really great place to be that's the first step of self-love and self-care like okay I see you I respect you and I'll do what I need to do for you you know and I feel like that's what it's all about just meeting yourself exactly where you are and not judging it because it's it's nothing it is what it is you know so exactly that's awesome well Tiffany thank you so much for coming on here oh I just you are amazing um where can people find you um, I'm on Instagram, Tiffany Crow with two W's, TikTok, uh-huh. Tiffany
1: Crow with two W's,
0: awesome.
1: Twitter and Facebook too, but not as active. Okay. Um, email me, Tiffany Crow at gmail.com and then, um, Tiffany Crow.com. So basically my name, all the places. Love <laughs> it.
0: Can, oh, I'm on YouTube too. I so. was going to say you have a YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. So that 90 day challenge that I talked about is completely free. So That's if you want to, awesome on any of the days I recommend starting at the beginning and then just kind of uh trying the challenge and even though I'm using the word challenge it's meant for beginners so right. if you're unsure it's a good place to start and have some fun with it and also my goal is to bring some fun to yoga so like at the end of the month I'm doing a Halloween um rocking yoga class and That's so, so it's also gonna- Sinners. We'll be dancing, lip syncing, and, like, having so much fun. So if you go to my um, YouTube, you'll see all the links to, like, sign up for that, too.
0: Awesome. I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, and then you have a Teespring shop, right? Uh, yeah, I do. So, so I have cool. a bunch
1: of stuff there that's, like, fat yogi and, like, staying fat. And yes. like, you know, like, we should be empowered enough to, like, put that out there. Like yeah. Like, being fat is not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. I'm really like just taking back that word like, hey, you called us bad. But look at us like we're embracing it. Like who gives? Who gives the crap. Like it's not that serious. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on today, Tiffany. You were awesome. Awesome. You're welcome.